Hello and welcome everyone. You're now tuning into the Airtime Hub Story of the Week segment, which we are conducting from home this week due to quarantine. However, the Airtime news team is still dedicated to bringing you the most interesting and breaking news stories of the industry. For our main story this week, we'll be taking a look at how Norwegian Air Shuttle entered into examinership and the cash situation in the airline. And another breaking story, which deserves special mention this week, is the ungrounding of the Boeing 737 MAX. So coming back to Norwegian, amidst the airline's cash crunch situation, Norwegian Air Shuttle shares have been suspended from trading on the Oslo Stock Exchange. The stock exchange announced that share trading for the airline's shares were halted in anticipation of an announcement from the company on November 18, 2020. The low-cost carrier was one of the worst-hit airlines amidst the current pandemic as it entered the current crisis with an already fragile financial situation. Its shares were placed under special observation in the exchange, indicating that the pricing of the shares is particularly uncertain. Norwegian shares were trading at an all-time record low, closing at NOX 0.49 or 5.4 cents to the dollar. The share price then plummeted throughout November 18, to its lowest point at NOX 0.3 or 4.8 cents to the dollar. Despite restructuring and state aid granted by Norway, the worsening crisis has not allowed the airline to resurface in a stable and healthy financial situation. Norwegian asked for more government aid, yet was denied by lawmakers. Jakob Skram, the CEO of the airline, stated that the fact that the government has decided to refrain from providing Norwegian with further financial support is very disappointing and feels like a slap in the face for everyone at Norwegian who is fighting for the company when its competitors are receiving billions in funding from their respective governments. The very same day, the airline furloughed 1,600 of its employees and parked 15 out of 21 aircraft that have been active throughout the past few months. Norwegian's Q3 2020 financial report states that the company estimates that it will need additional working capital during the first quarter of 2021 to meet its obligations in the coming 12-month period. Nevertheless, considering the uncertainties and recent developments, the directors have concluded that there are realistic alternatives for the company to continue in operational existence. On November 18, 2020, at 5.46 p.m., Norwegian announced that the airline has entered an examinership process in Ireland relating Norwegian Air International Limited, its wholly owned asset company, Arctic Aviation Assets, and some of Arctic Aviation subsidiaries. Joining me today again is my colleague Ritas Beresnavichus, a journalist from Airtime Hub, and he's going to dive into the examinership process of the airline. Uh, thank you, Michael. Uh, um, this is me, Ritas Beresnav, just from the Airtime News editorial team. And I'll t- today I'll talk about the, what happened to Norwegian, I guess. So so what exactly happened to Norwegian? So uh, the airline basically entered an examination process in Ireland, uh, which is uh, sort of similar to Chapter 11 bankruptcy protections in the United States. Uh, the airline has 100 days to sort its debt out, to you know, raise some cash, uh, possibly raise some liquidity in order for it to continue moving forward and operating, uh, you know, after the 100 days or in, throughout the uh, short-term future and long-term future, obviously. So why it happened? I think uh, one of the main reasons was the fact that no, it was not well suited to 
battle such a crisis like this, you know, essentially airlines are forced to, you know, cut, cut their operations massively, uh, ground many of the aircraft, and, you know, even though, like, throughout uh, the history of aviation season, the summer season was a very high cash flow intensive months where airlines were able to, you know, bolster up their cash reserves, uh, this summer was very weak in terms of um, demand, naturally, because of the virus and, you know, borders still being closed down. So Norwegian, even after, before the crisis, had a little cash and it raised a little cash throughout the crisis. Um, so, yeah, the airline was basically not well suited to battle such a crisis. Um, I have to mention as well the fact that, you know, Norwegian has uh, 18 Boeing 737 MAX aircraft in its fleet. Well, as Michael mentioned, it was on ground this week. Uh, the aircraft is nowhere near operational. And, you know, uh, Europe's uh, aviation regulator, which is the European Aviation Safety Agency, has not ungrounded the aircraft. So Norwegian is not able to operate, operate the aircraft yet. Um, furthermore, uh, the airline also has the Boeing 787 in its fleet, which um, has had it problems with the Trent 1000 engine, uh, where it basically deteriorated faster than designed. So, um, you know, throughout the, few, uh, the past few years, uh, the well, Norwegians Boeing 787s were basically grounded with, uh, without the airline, you know, planning for it. Because simply put, the engine deteriorated faster than when they were supposed to. So, why is it doing it in Ireland? Which is a good question to ask, I guess, because, you know, the airline is named Norwegian. But it's entering an examination process in Ireland. Well, the matter of the fact is that most of its assets and a few subsidiaries of Norwegian is based in Ireland. So, uh, no, it will continue to operate despite the process and uh, operate flights, but on a reduced scale. So, but yeah, it's basically like uh, its aircraft assets are held there. So that's why it's doing in Ireland. Um, is Norwegian situation any different to that of Ryanair or Vizier or any other low-cost carrier in Europe? Well, um, to put it bluntly, uh, it is very different. Ryanair and Vizier were very vocal at the start of the crisis and throughout the crisis as well, that, you know, they have very strong liquidity positions, they have a lot of cash, so they have been able to know whether the crisis basically without any massive losses. Of course, they have to downsize and to adjust their fleets because... Um, you know, both Vizier and Ryanair and many other airlines throughout Europe planned for massive growth going forward because, you know, at the end of the day, 2019 was a record-breaking year in terms of passenger numbers. Um, so, yeah, anyways, uh, Norwegian, you know, had, as I mentioned, had a lot of little cash to operate with. And, for example, Vizier has been very aggressive in its recent strategy, expanding bases throughout Europe, while Ryanair, you know, has been... Uh, a little more tame, but I think they've been just patient waiting for the crisis to subside and, you know, to, uh, they've been waiting for the Boeing 73 MAX um, to be ungrounded as well because, you know, Ryanair was one of the few airlines throughout the grounding process that still believed in the aircraft, still called it a game changer. So, yeah, uh, Norwegian, you know, as I've mentioned, had years of massive growth and the main difference between, let's say, Norwegian and Ryanair is the fact that Norwegian has wide-body aircraft in its fleet, which uh, are much more capital ex extensive um, on purchase, and they have higher, much higher operating costs. So, um, yeah, that's I guess that's the main difference is that you know 
well, Ryanair and Visa had a lot of cash, Norwegian did not. Uh, so did the Boeing 737 MAX guys impact Norwegian's operations? Unfortunately, it did. Uh, as I said, you know, the airline had 18 Boeing 737 uh, MAX aircraft in its fleet prior to the grounding. Uh, for example, it was forced to abandon flights, transatlantic flights from Ireland uh, in August 2019, I believe. Uh, due to the groundings, you know, I think they all argued back then that, you know, it's simply not financially sustainable because they had to bet lease aircraft on much more expensive contracts. And, you know, even if it didn't, uh, even if it did, you know, cut flights from Ireland, it also operated the 737 MAX all throughout Europe. So it sold tickets, you know, it, it had obligations to passengers. So to fulfill those obligations, it bet leased aircraft, as I said. And those, uh, you know, at least uh, contracts were quite expensive, I'd say. You know, the airline itself mentioned that, you know, uh, wet leasing aircraft was very expensive in 2019 because of the crisis, essentially. You know, um, ACMI operators um, had their heyday in the summer of 2019 because, simply put, you know, airlines had little capacity to run because of the crisis. Did Norway not grant uh, state aid to Norwegian? Well, at the beginning of the crisis, uh, the government of Norway did grant state aid to Norwegian. Uh, Norwegian first had to fulfill several obligations, reduce its debt. Uh, you know, it also was forced to basically uh, operate domestic flights within Norway because the Norwegian government wanted to keep the con connectivity alive. Um, so it, it did that. Uh, it re received some state aid, but um, you know, as the crisis went on, you know, obviously the flights are still nowhere near 2019 levels, and Norwegian has, you know, much like every other airline across Europe and across the globe, probably uh, has little hope to restore its cash positions or, you know, improve cash flow to that point where, um, you know, it would even touched 2019 levels. So uh, on November 9th, what happened on November 9th, 2020 is that the Norwegian government said that they will not grant any additional state aid to airlines, basically hinting that they will not grant any state aid to Norwegian. Uh, immediately after uh, the airline furloughed uh, most of its workforce uh, and basically parked 15 out of its 21 active aircraft, so it left six aircraft active to operate domestic flights to Norway. If uh, the Norway Norwegian government doesn't grant any more um, state aid to Norwegian, um, we'll see what happens. So, and I think this is a good question to finish off. Uh, is there hope for Norwegian? Well, so as I said, the airline has 100 days to be protected from its creditors uh, for the examination process. So it has 100 days to either raise cash uh, you know, restructure its debt into, you know, extra liquidity or, you know, make uh, amends with its creditors. Um, but we'll see what happens afterwards. You know, it has 100 days to sort itself out. Maybe an investor uh, is willing to come in and grant, you know, funds for a stake at the airline just for it to weather the crisis. I think... Um, the, I think there's still, uh, there was at least hope for the low cost, long, long haul model. A lot of, you know, airline groups in Europe uh, established subsidiaries to operate the model, but we'll see how it goes. I think the, uh, on the other hand, you know, you have to consider the fact that, you know, for example, Vizier, 
which I've mentioned has a lot of cash, has begun to operate uh, domestic flights within Norway. And I think they have the cash to you know, run routes at losses and you know, basically force Norwegian out of business. So even though Norwegian has remained operational in, uh, in Norway, in the domestic market of Norway, it has a new competitor out there. And the competitor is very aggressive as we have seen throughout the crisis. So, you know, it's a difficult situation. Uh, it's even more difficult by the fact that, you know, in the past, Norwegian has had a lot of loss and, and took, up, took up a lot of debt. But, you know, we'll see uh, throughout the crisis, a few airlines have found investors who are willing to provide the cash. Norwegian Australia was uh, saved, for example, from bankruptcy. Our Mexico has also found investors. So there's hope. Uh, there are arguments for and there are arguments against, against basically, the... <laughs> uh, the Norwegian survival, but we'll see how it goes. You know, uh, we have 100 days. Norwegian has said that it has enough liquidity to survive the process, but um, whether it will have enough liquidity to whether the rest of 2021 remains to be seen. You know, I'm crossing my fingers for Norwegian to be to be safe uh, from bankruptcy and liquidation, because you know it's still interesting to see whether the low cost, long haul model will work. So. Thank you. Uh, you know, be sure to catch up on our articles on airtime.ero and I'm passing the torch back to you, Michael. Thank you for tuning in. That was the story of the week from the Airtime news team. Please find more information about the article and our breaking story on the ungrounding of the Boeing 737 MAX on the airtime.ero website and join our discussions on our social network pages on LinkedIn and Facebook. This is Michael Jonga closing off. See you next time.